Hello, and we are back for, I think, it is week four of the Diva Dogs, and we are getting stronger and stronger, and the sessions or Diva Doc weeks are getting just blowing our minds. So, hey all, how are you divas? Good evening. <laughs> Hello. Hello everyone. Hey everyone and how are all the fans out there? We want to thank you all for tuning in every week and really supporting this because it doesn't happen without you. I want to thank Daryl Williams WDKK Radio for giving us this awesome platform for allowing us to just Tell the world what we think. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, girls, yeah. what are you thinking about the topic tonight? Wow. I'm this excited. Is... Mm-hmm. Oh, very excited. Very excited. Mm-hmm. Now, who wants to talk about what their thoughts are first? Because we're going to bring Chris on at about 9.15. So, you know, I, I just want to get our thoughts on before we bring Chris on. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I, I, I love our topic, and I love that we're going to talk about Mandela, but I have, like, this secret, secret desire, and I thought since he was with the Isley Brothers that he could help us, wink, wink, produce our <laughs> own little song, Between the Divas or Choosing Divas, wow. to be, like, Between the Sheets or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, totally, I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking, but, you know, after, after everyone finishes their, you know, you know, oh. our scholarly stuff. You know, we can do a video, very tasteful. You know. Sliding between the sheets. I can just see it. <laughs> I thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, I, 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 was listening to, I was listening to his brother to brother thing, and I said, oh, forget that. I want to listen to Between the Sheets. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I think you mentioned that a few times then. That's actually a good idea, Taylor. Huh. I know. Because I, I like Between the Divas. I mean, we can we can tap it up yeah. a little, and we can have Elisa sing the forward vocals because I can sing a mean hook now. Oh, awesome! Oh, right. <laughs> I've been wanting to sing for a long time. I'm game. That's right. I'm, 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 I'm on. I'm on board too. That's that's <laughs> right. Recording studio. That's right. Well, you know what? I have one here, and if you can access one, we can all mix it. So, you know, we're not all in one city, but hey, man, I've got one here. I'll so if you can Philadelphia. just yeah, hey, me too. Yeah, because we got one here. You know? So we got a, we got a nice Mind little. Mind you, I was thinking of these titles while I was drinking some Merlot, but yeah, you know. I had <laughs> a Merlot too. I, oh, you know yeah. what? I have. I have a Cab Merlot right now. I just opened the bottle. I'm twisting it as we speak. The cork, you know. <laughs> but I'm missing. Darn it! Oh, the damn. I don't have any Merlot here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have a drink for me, ladies. Oh, I just, I just needed. Oh. I'd been a little, little, little stressed because, you know, I, I think I, I said to Michelle before it was the anniversary of my mum's death yesterday. I always get funky oh. around this time of year, so I've just been a little funky, and I just had to get myself out of the funk. So, <laughs> you know, well, that's what just, we're here for, and I wanted yeah. to give a tribute to your mom because yeah. she raised an amazing daughter. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know what I'm thinking? Like, I just. I was reading so much about Mandela and I love how he has, like he changed his stance on the approach to apartheid because he was at first using violence and then he went nonviolent, which was really interesting. 
but um, and, and I'm sure we'll discuss it more in the show. But I just thought it was really interesting that he, um, uh, you know, education was such a, a big. Uh, thing in his life and he touched on it a lot so we'll get we'll get into that and you know it's just it's really really great yeah well you can tell how much education really impacted his change in life for him to focus so much on it oh yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. i really and and yet i'm i'm getting ready to um post one of his quotes which is one of my favorite quotes Mm. in reference to education um, Nelson Mandela stated, education is the great engine of development. I, like I love this quote. Wow. I love it. I love it. Because I, I look at it as this. I am, I am an educator, and education gives energy to your development for advancement, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. You're, you're, you want to do in your life. You know, you have to have some form of education to get ahead. Oh yeah, and and did you know? And I I think you read because I put it out there a few times that Chris not only is he just an amazing musician, he also is a JD, so he's a, a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> he's a doctor of law, yeah. and you know, like you think he's he's such a phenomenal, great musician, but he wanted to empower himself in learning about copyright. I was I talked about this with him before because, you know, he had so many songs out there and, you know, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of huge musicians end up, you know, bankrupt and, you know, not looking after their royalties and copyrights. And he wanted to understand, you know, intellectual property. And, you know, so that that's why he got into law, to understand his craft, you know, but the, the legal end of it. <laughs> so, I admire that. Mm, mm, it was um, really, really interesting. And he actually got it in about 2002 or something. He got his JD. So... I, I love it. I think it's just so empowering. And he, he goes, and I'll, he can tell you more, but he um, last time I talked to him, he got he was going down to D.C. for some, I think it was some education summit. He's very um, proactive uh, with regards to education. So, you know, I think that um, it's the way to be. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And what so do you do think? Do we know if he's still singing? Like, is he still producing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. 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 He's, he's, I had him on several months ago. I've had him on a couple of times on my show, on the other show. And he, um, yeah, he's producing his own stuff. His son's also writing. So he's doing a lot of stuff. But, you know, it was just this, because he had the brother to brother, and it was so, um, he'd written it for, you know, in response to apartheid, and it was just, um, you it's know, I thought it was. Song. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful song to listen now. It is, isn't it? It is. <laughs> I, I had listened to it, um, but and what do you think, Angela? You're going to have a fellow JD on tonight. <laughs> I am, as if I'm not surrounded by enough of them during the day. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I love my fellow attorneys. Uh, I don't know if he's taken the bar. Again no, he hasn't done the bar, but I know oh, he's okay. a JD. Yeah, he, he didn't want to practice. He just did it for his own knowledge. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, I think that's really, that's very powerful. And I think that there's a lot of benefit to everyone taking at least the first year of law school. As, mm. uh, you know, just a basis for getting through society. Uh, whether you pursue the full, you know, Juris Doctorate program or not, if you mm. have a chance to go to a local law school 
and just take night classes for the first year, you can learn a lot about criminal law, uh, civil torts, so to mm-hmm. speak. It's called torts, and that's a civil wrong against another. You can, um, let's see, there's civil procedure. It's been so long since I went. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Criminal law, did I already say that? Damn. You know, <laughs> the basics that you learn in first year law school. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And Charisse, uh, what are your thoughts about, you know, especially about apartheid? Well, definitely, um, uh, Mandela, I definitely honor this man. He definitely was great, and with the efforts with him, along with S.W. DeClerc at the time, was president to basically abolish um, apartheid. Um, so the people of South Africa, to, of all races and colors, can combine and, and be empowered as, as one community. Um, I just, I am, I'm just, I've been reading so much about Mandela, you know, back when I was in school, because around, around the time when he was released from prison, I was barely in high school. Um, and, of course, in high school, we talked about it, read about it quite often. And now I'm, like, rereading and from since his passing Mandela and I'm you know I'm just fascinated by his strength and courage and willingness after all he endured mm, mm. yeah and I and I wanted to say before you know we I'm uh, going to play brother to brother which was by Isley Jasper Isley that Chris actually wrote I'm going to play that before we bring him on. But I, I wanted to mention, because my I, I really wanted to know someone, one of my best friends in the world, and I've been friends with her. She lives in Australia now, but she was from South Africa, and she grew up in South Africa. And, uh, you know, she's she was black, and she had friends. She went to Catholic school, so her family were fairly wealthy in South Africa, but still she was not able to ride the bus with her friends when she was growing up because she had a lot of white friends too. Um, She wasn't allowed to ride the bus with them. She wasn't allowed to go to the same beaches. I mean, it it was... And this is in our lifetime. She's my age. You know what I mean? That disgusts me. It's like, I mean, you know, and we're such a diverse group. And, you know, when I asked her what her thoughts were and she's got a beautiful son now who's who's just absolutely amazing and her her name I, I don't know if she's listening right now she's probably working right now in Australia because it's the daytime midday or one o'clock in the afternoon there but her name's Deb Bain so Deb I love you very much I'll probably talk to her on the weekend but she wrote back to me when I asked her what her thoughts were and she said and this is a quote she said tears in my eyes so mm-hmm. very grateful to Madiba Tata for his legacy for his legacy of love to my birth country if my own child were ever to return there he will do so as a person whose opinion and contribution matters so very grateful so (laughs) I mean that's like you know um, just just the fact that when she left there and her family left the country um, and she was a teenager and you know she was black and um because she was black it was you know her opinion and her family's opinion had not mattered and it was it was really you know to to know that when she returns her her son his opinion will matter and be valued it's just wow 
it, it happened yeah. in our lifetime. So I just, <laughs> I had to say that it's a very deep, it's a very deep thought that she it that is. she said to me. Mm-hmm. It is, and it comes from a very deep. And, and good evening, everybody. Dr. Victoria here. Good evening, ladies. Hey, good evening. Hey. It, it comes hey. from a very <laughs> deep. I mean, I don't think that most people. I don't want to say most people, but a lot of people may not realize just how deep apartheid runs and mm. what the history yeah. of it actually is Absolutely. in the United States or in other countries where, mm-hmm. where you know, they don't, they get to maybe look at it a little bit like Sharice was saying in history, but really didn't get to cover it where, I mean, in our lifetime, right. you know, apartheid meant being separated into subgroups, like mm-hmm. four distinct subgroups and mm-hmm. then them being the, um, broken down into further subgroups. Right. And mm-hmm. it traces all the way back mm. to um, the 1800s with Roman Dutch law. I mean, if you go all the way back, it traces all the way back to that. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. thought that this man, that one single man, mm-hmm. held himself and chose nonviolent protest could hold the exemplification of global empowerment, mm-hmm. of empowerment for his country and a healing for the world to learn from is just astounding. And mm-hmm. I don't know about everyone else, but I'm sure you all agree that we're oh, blessed to be talking about this man tonight with someone who got to sing, to sing about him, to write oh, yeah. a song about oh, him. Oh, yeah. But what I'm going to do, and does anyone else want to say anything before I'm going to play Isley Jasper Isley? And we all know the Isley brothers. Chris Jasper was part of the Isley brothers and then broke off with the two younger brothers, became Isley Jasper Isley. But we love Chris. Chris is a friend, has been a friend of mine for probably uh, maybe a year and a half now. Love him. He's the most easygoing, open guy. You guys are all going to love him. And so what I'm going to do is I am going to play Brother to Brother, which was the song he wrote about apartheid. Um, He wrote it back in 96 and Isley Jasper Isley performed it. And then we're going to bring Chris on and he's going to see us out through the show. (laughs) So it's going to, yeah, we're going to have some great conversation. So this is going to be really great. I'm sure it's going to be very deep conversation and, you know, I just really look forward to it. So everyone sit back, relax and enjoy Isley Jasper Isley with a brother to brother and I will have, or we will all be joined with Chris coming back on after the track. So enjoy. Woohoo! Let's sail the ocean to South Africa. From the shores of Cape Town to Victoria. We've come together to fulfill a dream. The people of this nation will soon be free. Brother to brother, we're sticking together. But you don't have the power to control another man's soul. In a quest for freedom, they die in the street. 
when all they ask for is equality, brother, to For so many years, and I know that one thing, one thing is clear, we're gonna stand up for the things that we believe, and I wanna be there if you ever need, brother to brother, we're sticking together. As anyone could ever be Don't you know that brother We're sticking together Jasper and the Diva Docs. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Nice little ring to it. Yeah, Chris Jasper and the Diva Docs. And, <laughs> and Chris, you know, you you are a Devo Doc because you're a Doc too. So we've got to say <laughs> Chris Jasper, yeah. the Devo Doc and the Diva Doc. So, so um, welcome, Chris. And I just wanted to introduce you to everyone on the line right now. We have... Angela Curtis, your fellow JD. Welcome to the jungle, baby. <laughs> and then we have Michelle Victoria, who is a PhD. Okay. Hello, nice to meet you. And then you have Taylor Pam, who loves Between the Sheets. <laughs> Okay. Yes, and what? We must produce And 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 Taylor is a, is ABD like myself, and we're writing our papers right now, and hope hope uh, will be docs in 2014. And Sharice Wofford, who will also be a doc in 2014, and she is also writing her study. So Absolutely. we are all. Hey, Chris. <laughs> hey. So you are here, and um, what? I was just blown away when, you know, Mandela had died and you you posted on my wall the track that you'd written, Brother to Brother, yeah. about, 
Mm-mm-mm. That's the first thing I thought of when mm-hmm. I heard uh, mm-hmm. of his passing because uh, while that struggle struggle was going on, uh, you know, I, I, periodically I would just hear things on the news and I would see mm-hmm. things that were going on. You know, so many people, um, you know, getting killed and um, you know, it was just. It's just it's so, so much turmoil going on in that area. And I was sitting in my living room, and I said, you know, I, I because I was, we were getting ready to do another album. I see Jasper Ozzy was getting ready to do another album. And I said, you know, I've got to write something about this. Mm. You know, I have to, you know, express, you know, the feelings that, you know, it's, you know a lot of people over here were feeling, you know, mm-hmm. that, um, you know, these were these were people that, uh, you know, because because the United States went through it, you know, mm-hmm. with, with, with the civil rights movement. And, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just felt I had to say something mm. know, to, to make to make that connection. Mm-hmm. And uh, those words just, you know, you know, came to me, you know, like a, uh, if, you know, what what would happen if we would, you know, go there, you know, mm. and, and, and show our support. Right. And I said, well, if I can't go there, then I'll do it in a song. You know? And, and uh Mm-hmm. That's, that's what that's what the song was about. And it came from the Caravan of Love album. Well, it was uh, a different drummer album. It was the next album. Oh, it was the, the album next that, album. Uh, succeeded that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And did you ever travel to South Africa with either Isley Jasper Isley or the Isley Brothers? I never did because what happened? We got on a tour right after the Caravan album, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we came right back and got into another album. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's when I wrote Brother to Brother because I you know, started to write material for that one. Right. Wow. Um, and then, you know, the group, you know, disbanded shortly after that. So mm-hmm. um, uh, we did we did one tour together with Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. And um, that was about it as far as touring was, was concerned. So right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was mostly America or did you go to Europe with that? Were you able to touch other countries with that? Uh, well, no, just with the states. No, mm-hmm. just uh, mm-hmm. you know, around. You know, I think we did just about all the major cities in the United States. Wow, wow. Now, now I wanted to know because you know, I, I just uh, you know, when I asked one of my friends who was South African how she felt about it, she gave me, you know, some very very deep words. And did you have any South African friends that you reached out to, or you know, just? got their input about, you know, Mandela's legacy and, you know, how he affected the world? Well, you know, not specifically, just, you know, uh, sometimes people would send letters, that, you, mm-hmm. know, a, a, you know, a letter now and then, I'll get a letter from Africa, or I'll get a, um, an email sometimes now, mm-hmm. you know, from people there. Actually, actually, some people just friended me from from there. Uh, but you know nobody, nobody no, that I know specifically. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, nobody that I've known for for, right. for any time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, um, and I wanted to, you know, just touch on one of my, you know, one of the best, you know, quotes that he's known for because I, I, I want to. Uh, you know, segue into that because it's so important for you and for us all as, you know, having pursued higher education and, you know, doctorates. And Nelson Mandela had a quote 
that uh, states education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. And, you know, he, he resonated with that thought throughout his life. And, you know, I wanted to get your thoughts, and I know, I know you're a big advocate for education, but your thoughts on education and how the disenfranchised can use it. Oh, yeah. I, I wrote two songs about education. One mm-hmm. one back there and right after I wrote Brother to Brother, it's called Super Bad. That was my first solo mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. And that song was about education, building mm-hmm. up your mind, mm-hmm. being number one in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, even, I even mentioned people who were, you know, outstanding and, and had elevated themselves by, and, and by using education, you know, Martin Luther King, you know, mm-hmm. Malcolm X. Oh, that's uh, awesome. You know, you know, people like, yeah. I mentioned those people in my song. Yes. Mm. Yes, you uh, did. Yes. Also, uh, um, there's a new song on this album, Inspired, called "Keep Believing," which mm-hmm. is a whole song. That's what the song mm-hmm. is about. You know, believing in your dreams and um, pursuing uh, your dreams with education. You know, using education as a, as a tool to break down the walls that society has caused. That's one of the lines in the song. Mm-hmm. So, um, Chris, that reminds me of his of Nelson Mandela's quote: "It always seems impossible until it's done." Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 I and I I I also say uh, my one of my beliefs is, is that you know your first opportunity comes from within, mm-hmm. and what okay. you believe you can accomplish, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's one that's not talked about I think enough because mm-hmm. people talk about opportunities you know exterior you know on the outside of you you know maybe something somebody else can provide for you or or give you, but that first. That that first opportunity that all of us have comes from within us. Exactly. And that's why, you know, the song Keep Believing, that's why it's titled that. Keep believing in what you you believe you can accomplish. Mm. Because without that, you don't take the first step. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what what, uh, keeps a lot of people back is Mm -hmm. they think, well, I can't do it. You know, I Mm. need support from the outside, you know, or some uh, validation from the outside, you know, to let me know I can accomplish these things. Mm. But no, it comes from within you. And that's the first thing that I think needs to be expressed is that, that belief that comes from within a person. Absolutely. So I'm in complete agreement with <laughs> the quote, you know, from Mandela. Mm. Uh, because all my life, that's, all, that's, that's what I stress, you know, and I stress it in my music. Oh yeah, and 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 I mean, you know, when I, because I, you know, I'm familiar with you being a JD, but a lot of people aren't aware that you know Chris Jasper, the Isley Brothers, is a JD, and that's, you know, certainly you didn't have to become a JD, but you sought it because you wanted to empower yourself, and you know, it, it's it's all about empowerment. I mean, education empowers a person. I just have to say, I can't imagine my life without education mm. because all my yeah, life, my mother stressed, my mother expressed education to me when I was very young mm-hmm. and I grabbed a hold of it and, and, and I believed in, in education. And um, I tell you, you know, at the height of, you know, what was going on in the United States say, around uh, the early 70s, mm-hmm. remember how the college campuses were like in uproars and, you know, people were protesting and. It was yeah. it was a really exciting time. Mm-hmm. But, exactly. But mm-hmm. but I remember, as a college student, I walked around with a briefcase. <laughs> you know. Why was that? Why why with did you my, walk? with my big afro, right? Oh God! But I, I had a briefcase <laughs> in my hand with, with all my manuscripts and things in it. You know. You I, were I didn't care. 
You right. know, I didn't care what people thought. Wow. You know? wow. I was there for the reason of, you know, increasing my knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. I knew what I was there for, right. and I was going to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's my life. Education, <laughs> you know, if, if you want to say, well, what was, what was one of the keys to – you know, his success, it was, it was education. Mm-hmm. Now, can I ask you, when you yeah. were a young guy and you were like a hugely successful musician, you were with one of the biggest impactful, you know, um, R&B or, in fact, bands of, you know, the last half century, Isley, Jasper Isley and Isley Brothers have been hugely impactful. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah. me something. Did some of your bandmates or, you know, the the crew, did they ever chump you for being so educated? Uh, I'm, I'm curious. No, because, see, I'll... <laughs> you know, you know you what I mean. album covers? So what was seen, the deal? Have you seen our album covers? Uh-huh. No, it well... Was, I, I, see, I don't like to talk very much about myself because I, bragging is not good. You mm-hmm. know? But have you seen my 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 build and everything? Right, right. You were taller <laughs> than the, you were taller than. I was also a health enthusiast and I worked out a lot and oh, I was pretty god. strong. So, oh god! Oh. You know, and I I'm sure. And this is I, the day. I never got. I never got a negative comment from anyone. <laughs> this was in the days when not everyone was so healthy, too. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that, <laughs> you know, because I've had a lot of people on in the on tour in the 70s really, and 80s. You know, it was not that you know, healthy. The band, members, you know? the band members had a lot of respect for me because right. they knew that about me. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They knew that, okay, if there's anybody up here on stage with us that knows music inside and out, mm-hmm. it's Chris, you know. And uh, Everett Collins, who's he's still he's still a friend of mine, mm-hmm. uh, and I, he's been a friend since college. Mm-hmm. And you know, he always says that about you know how I influenced him, mm. and a lot of musicians say that. You know, so there was a lot of respect uh, in the band, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, only because you know, like someone said, it, I knew everybody's parts. I knew you know, I could show them you know the chord structures, you know. Mm-hmm. It, all the all the things about the songs and, and music and they would also they would often come to me after the gig and you know talk to me about uh you know was it was their performance good or you know what can they do to improve it wow so, you know i was mm-hmm. kind of their mentor you know that's awesome and so, you were younger uh, than a lot of them mm-hmm. this is angel here okay so you're talking about cruising the campus with your briefcase and your <laughs> afro <laughs> yeah. was it the afro that you're wearing on the isley brothers greatest hits with the um Oh, yeah, the big afro, yeah. <laughs> the sly the of the family stone afro. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, because back then, you know, it was like the bigger the better. You know? Oh, jeez. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, 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 that's what I had when I, I was in college. You, yeah. I can see you strolling, strolling through campus. But, and, and see, I would, I, would, I would be at college for, you know, like during the week, and we usually do gigs on weekends, so I wasn't at school on weekends very much. Mm-hmm. I was on the road touring, mm-hmm. so uh, that's kind of how you know I squeezed the the, the college uh, classes in between there. Good for you. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. You find to be your biggest obstacles. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it took a lot of juggling, but you know, we, we got yeah. it done. But that's the thing. I mean, what you demonstrated is not only your passion to get your education, but but it takes intention. Intention is everything. And what's really clear is that your intention was absolutely set 
to meet all of your goals, your education, taking care of yourself, being there, being present. It all came together and you made sure that you did it. And like you said, people, you know, when, you know, you have to put your mind to it, it's proactive behavior and it's positivity. Right. You know, you can't let negativity get in the way. Oh, and no, you just, didn't. Your purpose is number one. And I always say that. I told my son that. I said, you know, when you go to school, have a purpose. Go to college. Have a purpose. Have a reason for being there. That's right. You know, just don't go there and say, oh, I want to be in college. Oh, I'm just going to take subjects. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what I want to do, but, you know, know know what you want to do because uh, that that makes you focus. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and Mm -hmm. when you focus, you know, you're you're much much more likely to come out with with, with a better outcome if Mm. you focus and you have a purpose. Right. And I always said I wanted. I, I went there for composition. I wanted. I always wanted to be a composer. And I said I want to be able to write for an orchestra. Mm-hmm. If I right. have to, I want to be able right. to write for every instrument. You know, wow. in the orchestra. Mm. Right. And so you that's knew what exactly I was there for. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 what I can do now. So, mm-hmm. I, I, it, like I said, everything about my part of my contribution uh, to to the group came from education, and I mm. and I always say that. Wow. Awesome. You know that that I couldn't I couldn't have contributed what I did without the education. Hmm. Hmm. That's it's, awesome. That's it's really just, it's a very okay. powerful statement for our fans and everyone who's listening because it's all about empowerment here and that's and that's this is just awesome. That's great because you have to have a goal to meet one mm-hmm. and you right. had your goal and you met right. it. Exactly. So yeah. it's Mm-hmm. And and you know I have I have to say that you know it doesn't matter especially musicians of today musicians of today are faced with the and and a lot of kids but especially musicians are faced with an era that you know there's not as many record deals around and they're having to be you know their own you know they're they're having to be entrepreneurs they're having to you know run their own businesses as you know independent artists and if they don't educate themselves and empower themselves they'll get eaten alive so you know you really but the good thing is education's available online it's it's not only you don't have to go to a traditional campus and and I think that that's I was reading about Mandela and he actually did some of his education online I don't know if you guys were aware of that I did not know that Mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah he he did I'm going to find that while we're while we're talking but um you know if Sharice if you haven't if you want to ask um or you know, let us know what you're thinking about the Isleys and about Isley Jasper Isley and Chris. I encourage you. I want to hear you. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. I'm definitely um, I'm a fan of the Isley, Isley brothers and definitely you, Chris. I can mm-hmm. definitely say my dad is also. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I, I was born in the late 70s, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. But definitely, I was listening to your song, Super Bad, and I remember listening to that. Um, it came out in 87, right? Correct? Right, yeah. Yeah, and I remember listening to that then. I think I, I was in middle school then. Um, and I listened to it a few times tonight, and it's definitely an empowering song, um, especially the the part where I ain't living in the fast lane, Determination. Mm-hmm stronger mm-hmm. every day education really makes me cool the words out <laughs> awesome. I'm number one in school 
Yeah, that's you know that's what and, and that's that's what I'm saying. If that's what I've always been about, mm-hmm. you know, that was the first single off my first solo album, and it was about education, and that's who I am. I'm I'm a person who is constantly trying to learn, and um, that's what makes to me. You can't be cool if you're stupid. You What guy have you ever known? Okay, that was cool. That was dumb. No, they're not. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know where these guys are getting their information from. You know, like mm-hmm. these guys running around in the street thinking they're cool. You know, right. that's not cool. <laughs> and that has never been cool. You know, ever, ever it makes been cool. You wonder who's the coolest guy were always the guys that had, you know, something going on upstairs, you know. Right. And and that's that's what makes you cool, mm-hmm. you know, because you're aware of more things, you know. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and that's what I was expressing in that song, uh, because I, I, I saw in the schools, in some of the school systems, what were going on at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys were walking around, and they, they were telling the, their peers that, you know, the, the peers had the wrong message. Right. You know, the message was, you know, if you if you dropped out of school, you were you were cool. Or and if you, right. You know, if you didn't do your homework, that was supposed to be cool. You know, mm. if you were disruptive, that was supposed to be cool. You know, and yeah. I was saying, wait a second, no, 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 no. Some, I got to say something about this. You know? <laughs> Good for you. These these kids are getting the wrong idea here, and mm. uh, that's why I wrote Super Bad. You know. Oh yeah, and you know, I wanted to put in. I was reading about Mandela and where he um, didn't only go to, traditionally to school. And what happened was he he went on to study law like he'd done his degrees um, mm-hmm. and he did his Bachelor of Arts through the University of South Africa through correspondence. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. So his Bachelor of Arts was through the University of South Africa correspondence. Then he went on to study law at the University of Witzwaterrand. Witzwaterzand, Witzwaterzand. <laughs> okay, and um, it was interrupted with his involvement in the ANC, which was fighting apartheid. And um, <clears throat> he, he and his friend Oliver Tambo opened the first black legal practice in South Africa, and they gave affordable and often free advice to the disenfranchised, to people who couldn't afford it, to people of minorities, not only black, but also of minorities. And uh, he continued his legal education while he was in prison. So, uh, you know, he didn't just go to traditional school. He he, he continued it wherever he was. And um, then... You know, it it says he saw education as part of the key to winning the struggle against apartheid. And um, his two quotes were the one I said, education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change your world. But the other one he was very strong uh, with and is often quoted is a good head and a good heart are always a formidable combination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, that's, Love that. that's right. I like that one. Mm-hmm. I, He's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Because that's you know, where the nonviolent protest comes in. I mean, you can just say how he put that together, and then he became so powerful mm-hmm. by nonviolent means, and it it provided a template for all of us to know that we can be powerful without abusing the power. That that it, it is the ultimate expression of power mm-hmm. through loving kindness. 
mm-hmm. and connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And Chris? So eloquent, Michelle. Oh, I love yeah. listening to you. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that, that, that's Thank a true you. statement. And I, and I was just, you know, um, thinking when you said that, that mm-hmm. uh, ignorance is, 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 is a large part of, you know, those situations, like what happened in the United States mm-hmm. um, yes. you know, before the Civil Rights Movement and, right. uh, and also in South Africa. And, and education is the thing. Enlightenment. People need to be enlightened, mm-hmm. yes. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I see it even today. Mm-hmm. Um, the, some, I think the education has gone backwards, and it's, it's, it hasn't benefited the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that is a lot of people don't realize what happened, say, 150 years ago in mm-hmm. the United States, you know, and how that can affect them today. Right. You know, because sometimes they're repeating they're repeating some of the same things that occurred. Yeah. Exactly. They're starting to repeat history instead of rewriting. Yeah, because because yeah. They, they're not enlightened, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. it, it really needs to be, you know, uh, people need to revisit mm-hmm. uh, a lot of those things. And, 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 mm-hmm. the and it is. Large, it, know, the it is. at large mm-hmm. needs to be educated. It, it is. And it, and it is about empowerment because how many times do I hear, and, you know, I, I was talking with one of my friends who um, has done his doctorate with me and he's a young, he's a young black guy and he's in his 30s and he's doing his doctorate. And he said to me, you know, you know, now where there's, there's supposed to be equality and we know there's still issues, but everyone has the chance to get an education. Like you're not banned from it, you know, even though it's not equal, it's not fair because if you've got money, you've got more opportunity. If you don't have money, there is less opportunity, but still he's taken the opportunity to go after what he wants and he's worked hard, but he came from an impoverished part of uh, one of the Southern states and he said every time he goes back home, people call him bougie. People call him all these names. And, you know, it's it's really, you know, it's, it's not supportive of what he's trying to do as an empowered young guy, you know, um, who, who's, you know, the essence of what Mandela believed in with education and empowerment. And instead he's got people, his own friends that he grew up with, trying to pull him down. Mm-hmm. 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 That's why I said, that, you know, the populace at large mm-hmm. needs to be enlightened mm-hmm. because they don't realize what people went through to become educated in the first place, mm-hmm. especially blacks in the United States. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Absolutely. That, that was one of the, you know, freedom was the first dream. Mm-hmm. But then being second second on that list was education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of them realize that. Mm-hmm. That that's, that's what people hungered and thirsted for. Mm-hmm. They, Absolutely. You know, because they couldn't. They couldn't be educated because if they were educated, they'd be killed. Mm. Right. You know, mm. that was a death sentence. If you, if you were an educated black during slavery, that was a death sentence. Wow. Mm. You know, and... You know, but now people treat it so lightly. They drop out of school. You know, they mm. don't understand how valuable mm. those people, you know, uh, value education. Exactly. And, and, I, and I see it, and when I, whenever I see it, I say, wow, you know, 
They just yeah. don't know. I can they, just, they just I don't can know feel. how great of an opportunity they have. Forget how much money they have. Mm. We have libraries. We have, you know, like anything can be found on a computer, on the Internet. Exactly. You know, you know. I mean, there's so many ways. This is the information age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, I, I have to say, I didn't you know, go. Mm-hmm, I didn't go through, you know, the, the racial aspect of things, but I went through, you know, situations where, you know, I was a young girl and I was a singer and people would try to – I didn't have anyone – on my side, but all I, all, my parents were telling me it's a hobby, just leave it alone. They were scared for me. And, you know, here I am, a teenager, wanting to do things they never knew anything about. They're trying to <laughs> deter me from it. And I'm like, this is what I want to do. And people would try and box me. They'd try and do- box me as the bimbo, the dumb blonde, the bimbo. And they tried to do it for years. And the thing that I have been able to win with that has shut everyone up, they all sit in their place now, is education. Now, you know what? Because everything else, they could say, oh, yeah, she's got pipe dreams, she's got this, she's got that. You know, everyone would have something to say about what I was doing. But you know what? They can't say a thing about education because guess what? It can never be taken away. That's right. You cannot, you you can ignore, you can ignore (laughs) ignorance, but you can't ignore education. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You cannot ignore that, that because people know that took a lot of effort. You know, oh, yes. that took that took some effort, and you know, it, it's something you can't turn you you, can, you cannot turn away from it, and you can't you can't downgrade it because um, it is what it is. Exactly. You know? And and let me see if I'm hearing you because I can I can feel your passion for this so mm-hmm. deeply as mm-hmm. you're speaking about it, and I want to see if I can sum it up in a way where it, it sounds like what you're saying is as you know, as you were saying it almost seems like we're going backwards. It's as if people are not pursuing education the way they did or they were because it's being replaced almost with like this entitlement instead of pursuing education. It's like, instead of knowing that this is what you need to work for and mm. you need to strive yeah. for it and you need to put your hours in mm. and you need to have your goals. And this is what makes you, it develops character. It's mm-hmm. just like, like what you were saying, instead it's this, it's being replaced with a sense of almost um, entitlement or a lack of um, knowledge or, or respect of exactly how important this is or awareness might be a better word. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they're just dropping out. They're not. They're just not aware of how important it is to develop their character through being educated. And it, it gets back to what you were saying when you had something you know, when you've got a lot on top and when you can think things through, you can be empowered because you can know what to do. You can know how to respond instead of react. You can know how to handle a situation rather than be shaken by it. Um, and and I wondered if that was, like, on the right track as far as yeah, how you feel. Right. You know what it is? It's the quick fix. Yes, that entitlement, it. right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything, fix. people everything. want everything quick. They think they, you know, Absolutely. oh, well, I don't have to go to school to, you mm-hmm. know, get education to get, you know, uh, right. a career or, uh, or make money. I can do it another way, you know. Right. Um, That's what I meant. It's even filtered into religion, too. Yeah. The quick fix Christianity. You know? Oh, exactly. Yeah, these are and, long- um, uh-huh. that's, yeah. that's what we're we're faced with, you know. 
And, mm. and that's why people don't value education like they should, because really, what? how many things can you take with you? You know, you can't take things with you. You can't take money with you. No. The only thing you can take mm -hmm. into the next world is your character. Exactly. That's mm -hmm. it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. that, is that is something it. I stress with my son all of the time. Mm -hmm. It is walking and, step by step. You know, step the quick fix can't fix that. It mm -hmm. can't fix your character. It can't build character. Mm -hmm. You know, it never could. The only thing that can build character is commitment, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, honesty, you know, all those good things that you learn from the Bible. Right. <laughs> you know. Moral being, standards, values, you know, ethics. Being trustworthy. Right. Mm -hmm. Your word being your bond. You know, yeah. all of those kind of things are what you can take with you. That's and, right. Um, it's, it's too bad that, you know, a lot of ministers are preaching that, that quick fix religion, too. It's, a, uh, it's become a world of instant gratification, and that's what yeah. we need to stop. Because it, yeah. that does not develop character. Um, and and you're you're so right on, and it's it's the antithesis to long term education. In order to right. pursue a doctorate, in order to pursue a higher education, you need to endure. Mm -hmm. You need you need to endure, and, and um, nothing will test you like going for a doctorate. Exactly. Oh my God, I'm in the midst of it. Oh no. Michelle, that's a really good point. This is uh, this is Angel again. Mm -hmm. uh, my son, his name is Blake. He made a very good statement to me. He said, "It's the duration of mm. determination mm -hmm. that defines oh, yes. success, mm -hmm. or no, that determines success." That was his quote. That's Mine. a great quote, and it is. Mm -hmm. It's it's endurance. It, it is it it is how many hurdles are you going to jump, and how are you going to keep jumping them? And and they mm -hmm. come in all different ways, shapes, and forms, and they don't come up in the curriculum. Mm -hmm. And and you know you it, it is anything but being handed something. Exactly. And he, you know you know Chris, you make a really important point for everyone to hear because the world it's not going to get any easier. You know yeah. it's it's yeah. We I mean, we have we have these examples in sports, you know, and, and mm -hmm. a lot of young men have gone through sports programs. Right. You know, and they, and you know, just like in football, if you call a play, it gets stopped. What do you do? You quit? No. You go you go back into the huddle, mm -hmm. and you and you think of another play, and mm -hmm. you run another play. The the whole concept behind football is determination. Mm -hmm. You know, and 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 just you know, okay, solving problems. All right, they got this play, but you know, let's run another one. And that's what life is about. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. life is about that kind of a thing. And unfortunately, people don't apply those principles to life. Life is a game. They, they watch it every. They watch it every day on television. Life you is know? a game. I, I tell my sons, I said, you know what? I'm not. You know, I used to play sports. I used to run track and all that. But mm -hmm. you know, I watch it for the strategy. Mm -hmm. I watch it for mm -hmm. you know, yes. for, for, for a different reason. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. I'm mm -hmm. thinking myself through the game like a two plays ahead of time. You know what I mean? Damn. Now, Chris, who I do you go for? For the same reasons that other people do. <laughs> who, now, who do you? Um, in so, Australia, we say yeah. barrack for, but here you say but who? Do you, who do you root but I for? I watch it because you? that's what life is like. But who do you, you know, go for? Sometimes you run into problems. Absolutely. Hey, man, it looks like there's no way you can get mm -hmm. around it. But hey, sometimes you got to stop and say, "Wait a second, what are my options?" Exactly, and, and, and start analyzing it, mm -hmm. just like you would analyze a play, and analyze it, and you'll exactly find another way. Exactly. You'll find you another hit the way. Nail on the head. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, this is what on week number one on the David Docs. One of my favorite quotes that 
I've always used in talking to people or, in, you know, in, in empowering others is life is like a track meet. There's always something going on around you, but mm-hmm. you still have to stay in the race. And you're going to hit the hurdles. So are you going to jump over them? Are you going to let them knock you down? Or are you going to find a way to get around them? Mm-hmm. And that right. is what life is all about. Exactly. I mean, Apostle Paul, uh, you know, he, he, he likened the, the Christian journey to a race. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. He I said, for I, I, you know, it's like I, I run a race. I press towards the mark for the high right. calling mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. You know? So, uh, yes, you know, that's right. And, and that's what I mean. People don't seem to carry those lessons from the sports arena into life. That's what I'm trying to say. Exactly. And you know what you know what else I, I, I hear? I hear a lot of people um say, Okay, if I'm patient and I wait, it will come. No, you better work your ass off. And it'll no, come. Exactly. You know what I mean? I, I, like I don't get these people who sit there saying, "If if 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 I'm patient, all th- all good things come for, to those who wait." No, yeah. I, I have to say, well, no, they do not come to those who wait. They come to those who get out there, who break their, break their balls or break others' balls, and go get it. And I mean, also with compassion and with respect for others at the same time. But you gotta. God's not going to lay things in people's laps who sit there expecting it, who feel they're entitled. He's going to give it to those who hustle and work hard, you know, and 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 that's how I feel. I don't see people getting it who sit back and wait for it to come. Well, there's always been that other saying, too. At least you bring up a great point because there's always been the other saying, God helps those who help, help themselves. themselves. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and it's not to, it's, you know, we want to remain humble mm-hmm. to, because it, there's grace in everything. You exactly. know, the truth is we, we all work hard and we all get there from endurance. But the fact that we can, I think mm-hmm. the, the fact that we have been given the ability intellectually to pursue our goals is a mm-hmm. blessing. There's some people who can't. You know, things like that. But, exactly. But, yeah, you have to work it. You have to work it and you have to respect it. You have to honor it and treasure it. Exactly. And, and see it as the blessing it is. And mm-hmm. um, I, I think that's what Chris is so profoundly trying to communicate mm. is, you know, don't let this go. Don't let your mm. education go. Don't no. don't forget how precious this is and that mm. this is your power. You know, it, right. it's it is your power to become enlightened and educated. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a difference between sitting and learning and becoming truly educated. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's right. an integration Mm. that goes on there and i think that's part of what's missing and, and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know go ahead yeah i i'm just i'm passionate about education myself as mm-hmm. you can say okay. so Education is the great equalizer. It really is. It's the great equalizer for those Mm -hmm. who are disenfranchised. If they can get grants, whatever they can do, it's Mm -hmm. the great equalizer. And, you know, for people who scoff at it, for people who, you know, you know, it was amazing to me. I was working in corporate America for, you know, and we had a tuition reimbursement program and, you know, I started there and of course, you know, being married to a musician, I thought, well, you know, being married to a musician, I got to get <laughs> you some degrees here, you know, because, hey, you know, so I went and I, 
you know, pursued. I, I, I took advantage of every bit of tuition reimbursement. They were offering 10000 a year when I started. Okay, that's an extra 10000 a year in my pocket because I'm going to take every cent. And I did. And I had friends right when the company was closing and being bought out and I was there for nine years. They're saying, why didn't I do anything? Why, why am I still in this position? Whereas I'd progressed because I had been able to take advantage of every, every cent that was given to me every year that I was there. And so when I came out of that company, I started with not a degree and I came out of the company with an MBA and I, you know, I'd, 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 um, you know, there'd been, I think it had cost me around $90,000. They paid 55,000 of it, you know? So, I mean, it, it's just, you have to take opportunity when it's given to you and you have to, you know, use it. And, and everyone can get education. And, and Nelson Mandela was about, you know, if you've got education, you become empowered. You're able to talk without violence. You're able to speak logically you're 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 able to you know address others in a way that they will respect you if you speak you know there is something to be said about speaking eloquently and i know it's cool in a lot of cultures not to speak eloquently but some people are so entrenched in not speaking eloquently and in in speaking you know how are they ever going to get respect or get empowered, you know, if they want to change the world in this way? You know, well, it, they won't. The they, they won't, and, and that's, a, that's the shame of it. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, education, uh, you know, for, for the sake of getting an education, I, I know some people do that. Mm -hmm. They go and they, you know, they want to get a degree, you mm -hmm. know, just to go to college and have a degree. But college and, and, and universities and, and if you go into higher learning, the main thing you're supposed to gather from it is the way to think. Mm -hmm. You know, it's supposed to yes. it's supposed to teach you how to think and reason. Exactly. And yes. that's the big thing, you know. And, and that's that's what that's what's happening in this country as far as you know. We're not producing as much as we should mm -hmm. because I don't think people are emphasizing the thinking and reasoning part of education. Mm -hmm. uh, no. You know, no. like people like Bill Gates. You know, he didn't he didn't finish, but he had a vision. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and he had ideas. Right. That's see, that's what education is. Exactly. Is really the Absolutely. goal of education mm -hmm. is to create entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. create yeah. inventors, mm -hmm. and create people who control their own destiny. That's what keep believing in. Hey, hey. <laughs> that is, yes. that is mm -hmm. the goal of education, mm -hmm. you know, uh, not to, you know, not to be a person who just stands around and says, oh, I did this, you know, I, I, I went to this, I went to Harvard, I went exactly. to Yale. Exactly. Right. But, see, but what, are what you they doing teach at Harvard, Harvard and Yale is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what they teach their students. It's, 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 it's better, you have a better opportunity from yourself than you will from someone mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. You know, that's you, what they teach. You know, Chris, and and it's funny that you're saying that because when people say, "Oh, I'm looking forward to my retirement," I don't yeah. even think about it. I don't even look forward to it. I want to work yeah. all my life. I, I like. I mean, I don't want to work like a dog all my life, but I want to always be challenged. 
I don't want to sit on my laurels and relax. I want to be challenged right up until the end. You know, and, uh, you know, and I think that that's what Matt Nelson Mandela did. Did did you know that he was talking about education and taking on more education right at the end of his life? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, in his nineties, and he he was still going after more education. I mean, you know, I just I know some people just you know they want to relax, they want to retire, and they just want to I don't know. But you know, know what that know what that shows though that shows he was truly educated mm-hmm. because Absolutely. a truly educated person knows that they need to know more. Oh, you know, there's, there's a lot more that they don't know. Oh. Yeah. I, 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 I have a hunger. And you keep, <laughs> and you keep going. You want to keep going. You want to mm-hmm. keep. You know. You want to keep filling yourself. You know. You want to. You want to keep exploring other ideas that maybe you don't have. And you know. That's that's why you know so people ask me sometimes. Well, you know, what are you doing now? So, well, I, I'm, I'm writing more songs. You know, mm-hmm. I'm doing more. I'm, I keep doing it because that's what I've been used to doing all my life. Right. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand when, and when it doesn't they don't stop. Come from it just that- doesn't stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't stop. And you never want to stop learning and you never want to stop producing no. or giving because it's what we're here to do is right, to exactly. create, you know, it's to become that. And, and people look at you like like they don't get it. Mm-hmm. They, you, you, they really don't get it. But if you are educated and it is your passion, mm-hmm. it just becomes more and more of a longing to learn and to grow and to become more educated and to learn and, and, and to keep going. And you realize that that's a lifelong journey. There is right. no, there's no stopping. Right. But, there's, and, and I do want to say at this juncture, it's not always about formal education. As no. long as you're earning, learning in some aspect, it's about challenging right. your mind. It's about keeping your mind challenged and about reaching it's not necessarily about formal education it's about educating yourself in many ways and so you know I do want to stress that for people who are listening in it's not just about formal education that's a great point Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was wonderful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you know it's not all about that Mm -hmm. but I, I have to say if you have the opportunity you know, to 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 understand, like because I've learned so much by going to law school. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. if you have the opportunity to to to, to you know get books or whatever, you know, exactly. correspondence courses mm-hmm. or whatever it is, do it. Exactly. Because I, I know a lot of people in entertainment, you know, because they don't have a background mm-hmm. in something, in business, you know, uh, in law, they create problems for themselves. Oh yeah. Right. Um, I know because you you have <laughs> you have you have your bandmates who went to, for tax evade, tax didn't pay their okay. taxes. Yeah, they, they went to jail. In trouble yeah, because they didn't have some fundam- fundamentals down. Yes, right. Okay, so um, yeah, a mm-hmm. total form of it, a total formal education may not you know some people may not have the opportunity to get. However. Whatever you can get, get it, mm-hmm. because uh, the more you know about business, and that and that goes for any field, any field you're going into. Mm-hmm. The more you can know about business, whether you learn it from your accountant, whether exactly. you learn it from your friend, whoever, be mm-hmm. a person who inquires. Exactly, and, you know, and searches out mm-hmm. knowledge. And and now, you know what, Chris, Chris, I was just going to say, do that. Mm-hmm. I, I say people need to do that, and and. And quit thinking Google about the street it. stuff. 
mm-hmm. because the street exactly. stuff mm-hmm. will only end up, you'll end up in prison or dead. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. That's it. You'll just mm-hmm. end up on the street. Right. Exactly. That's where you're going. Exactly. With the street knowledge that a lot of people keep saying is so important. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. important. No, it's not. <laughs> that and is not important. The, mm-hmm. You should learn the basics of business. Mm-hmm. That's and the most important thing that people miss when, when you see them making, making you know, uh, mistakes out there and they end up on the news or wherever, you know. Exactly. It's because they don't have a strong foundation in business. Exactly. And they don't, they, they've let everyone else do everything for them. They've, yeah. they've been, they you know, especially the people, yeah, especially the yeah. people who made it when they were young, who were big stars when they were young. They became so looked after. And I know a few people like this <laughs> that I know pretty well. And they put themselves in other people's hands. And these other people's hands have ripped them off, have, you mm-hmm. know, taken total advantage of them. And they, they basically, you know, because they bought into their own being a star you know well they did they bought into it themselves and so they didn't empower themselves in other ways to learn what was going on around them they sort of sat in a cocoon I guess and you know didn't realize that people were ripping them off here and there and you know it, it was just but you know I maintain even the young kids who don't know what they want to do in school and are not focused, even if they don't know what to school, it never hurts to do, hey, if I don't know what I'm going to do, let's do the business degree. <laughs> because, hey. You know, even if you don't get a degree in it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm just saying mm-hmm. you have to have knowledge yeah. in, in, mm-hmm. in things that the world works, works by. Mm-hmm. This world works by business. Mm-hmm. It okay? does. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I don't think with, the, I mean, with today's internet, there's no yeah. excuse for not looking up something. Right. There's no excuse now. Could not agree right. more. You know I what? Have I have somebody call me. I'll tell you a short story. My brother told me. He's a minister. Mm-hmm. And he was counseling this one guy in his, in, in his, that goes to his church. And uh, he, he's a young fellow, you know. But, you know, he got into a problem where um, he was living with this girl. She, she, kind of, she threw him out, right? Hmm. And he, he, he was, like, running out of options. <laughs> and my brother was counseling him. Wow. And he said, well, you know, why don't you, you know, maybe get a job, you know, and, you know, save your money and, you know, maybe you can get a place of your own, you know, after a while. And, uh, you know, the option that the, the, the guy said, he said, well, maybe I could go back to jail. What? Oh. Right. I hear uh, that from some clients. As an, yeah. as an option. Easier on the inside. What? No. Yeah, it, as it an happens. option. It really, it, they perceive it as an option because it's what they know. And what, it, it becomes a safety. What? You know, to me, I, I said, you got to be kidding. He said, no, I'm not kidding. That's what he said. What? And, and I'm telling you, the mentality, mm-hmm. that mentality has to stop. He wanted to go back to jail because he wanted a roof over his head? Uh, no, well, but that's, that's a, you know, he, he'd have a place to stay, you know, you have food, you know, whatever. That's just the beginning whatever. of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was, that was something, that was what he thought of. I, that, I, that's I, what I, he knew. Tell me that. Wow. And I'm saying, because there's so much misinformation out there mm-hmm. and misguidance, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of fathers are not in the homes, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much misinformation that mm-hmm. people will start believing that the wrong thing is right. Wow. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's what's going on today. Mm-hmm. I hear these idiots, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to call them idiots, but they sound like idiots <laughs> when they come on and talk talking about street credits about going to prison. Uh, 
When has that ever been a credit to anybody? It's not. It's absolutely not. But Mm -hmm. this is what these young people are hearing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a, you know, you you have some people. You have some people. And I have, you know, and I know that, you know, I have some friends that are great hip hop artists that are, that are about empowerment but i know that there's a lot of you know there's a there's a you know quite a big percentage of hip hop artists that do glorify jail and um do glorify do glorify um you know putting down women but at the same point I have some amazing friends who are hip-hop artists. Uh, I have to call out The Authentic. Um, I don't know if he's listening in, but The Authentic is one of my really amazing friends. I love him very much. I, I You know, you should all listen to him. He's very about empowerment. And, um, you know, he, he's so positive. I have another girl who I have on my show, um, and her name's Rachel Burrell. And um, she, we, we go through, every week on my Melba Delphia show, we go through a hip-hop song and we tear the lyrics apart. She, this is her segment. And last week we looked at um, a... Uh, we looked at a song called Hood Mentality by Ice, Ice Cube. And it was, it was full on. It was really full on. He was addressing all the issues that we're talking about right now. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was really interesting. And then the week before, we we looked at a, a hip hop track by Common. And these are guys that are very educated. They're very intelligent guys, and they're they're trying to tell the younger generation what they're doing wrong. But the younger generation are just like, you know, some of them, not all of them. There's some really great young people too, and I don't want to make people think that we don't uh recognize the 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 wonderful young talent coming through and the wonderful Mm -hmm. people that are empowered but there are a lot of people that are all about the glamorizing the things that are not great you know oh absolutely and you know how do you feel like that chris with you know you've got a younger son how does he like that music, and how do you feel about that? I mean, he likes he likes some you know rap and you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some of it, but and so do I. I. Tell, mm-hmm. You know, I'm there to tell him though. Mm-hmm. You see, what I mean, I'm t- I'm there to tell him how to be positive. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, what to pursue in life. Mm-hmm. You know, how what kind of man to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, that is what's missing, mm-hmm. and I, and I think a lot of these ideas. Maybe, maybe coming from people that don't have the right guidance. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. you know I uh, because I know Michael would never, <laughs> would never agree with that kind of uh, thinking. Mm. You know, because all his life he's been told positive things. Exactly. You know, you can do whatever you you, you put your mind to. You know, uh, pay attention to uh, your studies. You know, get good grades. And know? and treat treat everyone with respect. Like I don't yeah, understand. Be respectful to people. Be, you, you know, know all, all those respect- kind of good things that mm-hmm. I learned coming up, I'm mm-hmm. telling him. Mm-hmm. So it's Did like, you guys see my post earlier? Huh? No. I said, I said, pondering, if we treat others with respect, perhaps they will behave respectfully in return. Yeah. Treat your children with respect at all times and watch society turn itself around. Mm. And yeah. I think I mean, a great point to mention about, um, you know, going back to Nelson Mandela, like um, at the memorial service, um, President Obama 
went and shook the hand of Raul Castro, you know, and I think that something that Mm. simple is so empowering that it will touch the whole world because, you know, people look at it like, why are you touching him? He's a Cuban, you know, that, you know, so I think simple things like that Mm. are going to further the legacy of Mandela. And this Mm -hmm. is the same thing that we, you know, we need to show our children because sometimes the adults behaving badly trickles down to the very people that we're trying to teach. You understand what I mean? Absolutely. If the children don't have good role models, how do we expect them to model the behavior we're not modeling to them? Exactly. So I think that's that's an awesome thing. It's like even in death, he's influencing because... Um, you know, we could we could think of what if Obama walked past him, didn't make eye contact, and just kept mm. going. You know, he's making a statement without talking, mm-hmm. and I think it's it'll impact the world. What what know? I like about Obama is he is so he's very thoughtful in what he does. I really think that he's a good man. He's a very very good man, and I think he's very thoughtful in everything he does and I really believe in his goodness and you know there's some other people that aren't so good but I really do believe in his goodness I think he's a very good man and I think that he's a very good leader of the country and you know whether everyone agrees with me or not that's how I feel I feel he's very he's very thoughtful he does things very thoughtfully mm-hmm. yeah I agree mm-hmm. 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 what about you Chris no, I, I was thinking when you were talking about that. I was thinking, you know, here, here's a guy. He's a Harvard man. Mm-hmm. You know, he graduated from Harvard, and you know, a lot of things I was saying he 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 utilized. You know, he uh, he he graduated from there. He was he was uh, on the law review. He was I think he was the the head of that at, at Harvard. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, that's an example for for all the young people. You know, mm-hmm. to see to see what the president did. You know, exactly. Mm-hmm. And he's all about he's all about empowerment, and he is about he is about empowering the disenfranchised. He's about bringing other people up. He's not about keeping the status quo, and that's what should not be allowed. We should the status quo should not remain. We should all be about change. We should all be about not only bettering ourselves, we should be about bettering others. We should be about helping others. We should be about supporting others. If they are willing to help themselves, we should be there with a helping hand. That's that's, that's the key. Mm -hmm. They need to be willing to help themselves. Yes, that's the key. If they are willing to help themselves, we should be there with a a helping hand. Because that's empowerment, right. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when we can help them help themselves and they can help themselves, mm-hmm. that is when they become empowered and that's when we've done a service to the world. That's it's awesome. And we all and we have to keep reaching. We have to keep reaching the you know, we become Agreed. so you mm-hmm. know, I think America is very Americentric and we have to keep looking outside of America because a lot of the problems that we're facing are due to, you know, we're not looking outside of the country. We're not looking outside of this country. And we're in a global arena, you know. Everything everyone does in the world affects everyone else, you know. There's a little ripple and it goes a long way. You know, these, you know, we might have country borders, but 
geography doesn't recognize those borders <laughs> you know like that like the planet doesn't recognize the borders that man has put in place as territories or states or countries you know it, it, that's not recognized by the natural forces you know and so we we really have to look at how we can empower not and the first step is to empowering those around us granted but as we become more qualified and more resourceful you know if we can empower other people extend our reach you know it's it's it's, it's about helping others mhm it is mm-hmm. one of our fans made a comment mm-hmm. on the site did you ladies see that i did not see that but you can tell us okay <laughs> um, let's see morgan taylor morgan taylor morgan's my in. boy i love morgan yep mhm uh, uh, he says listening in and if you think about it it is the same people who are trying to obstruct the disadvantaged from receiving a decent, affordable education, food when they need it, assistance when they need it. They are also the same people complaining today about Obama shaking Castro's hand and not looking at it in the same light as us. Mm. Powerful. So true. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So true. Because he could, I'm sure, you know, he might have people... And he probably gave a heads up, yeah, I'm going to go over there and shake his hand. And he might have people around him saying, you know, well, what would Russia think and what will France think? And he's like, I'm going to go shake his hand yeah. deal with it. Yeah. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's 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 going to have a positive impact. But, you know, there's going to be people like, oh, my God, he went over there and shook his hand. Mm-hmm. So what? what? And what are you thinking, Chris, about that? Um, I was just thinking when, when, when uh, you were talking uh, that – a lot of our problems, you know, leaders can't fix, mm-hmm. you know, uh, no matter who the president is. Mm-hmm. Or w- there's there's problems that America can solve, you know, the people can solve themselves. Mm-hmm. And one way is to realize how important the family is, mm. the family unit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. when that family unit is shattered, uh, it's going to cause economic economic chaos. Right. You know. Right. We have a divorce rate of what? What's the divorce rate in America? Oh, I think it's. Co- it's, it's over fifty percent, right? But, but yeah, you know, but you know what? Some people, some people, and I and I have to put this in. Some people might not go the journey together, but they don't have to be so. They can go through, you know, separations and divorces that are not as. But no, I'm just I'm just talking about the economic <laughs> right. effect of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about you know people you know what they're choosing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm saying th- there's a it's just like gravity. When you jump off a building, right. <laughs> you're gonna go down. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. okay. Nobody can argue mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a law that's put in place. You know, God put that law in place. Mm-hmm. So there's no argument. But see, the family unit. Is, is is a representation of uh, how God is connected with the church. That's what it is, and when that is shattered, mm-hmm. there is a there is a consequence mm-hmm. that right. automatically happens. Yes, mm-hmm. and that people do not talk about because they don't understand it, mm-hmm. or they're not prepared for it. Right, and they, and some sometimes people don't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. Right, because when that family in the, in California, they have something, you know, when when you get divorced, it's like they cut things in half, right? Right. Community property. Yeah, community property. They half. Right. Now, what that does, that divides up your assets. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, 
mm-hmm. right away. That was, that was a family law attorney. <laughs> and, then, law and, then, and then life takes on and starts taking from those assets. Oh, yeah. Right. So oh, yeah. it's an automatic economic hit. That's right. It's automatic. And um, when you have it at a large degree in the, in the nation, it's going to be reflected in the economy. Oh, yeah. It has to. Mm-hmm. I see it you every see? day. And that's what I'm saying. Some things a leader cannot fix. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and those are the things that, you know, we as individuals have to address. And it, and it always comes back to how close are we connected with God? I mean, people want to, you know, people don't believe in God. Some people, they, they you know, they, 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 they disregard it. But prophecy and everything else has proven that when nations, you know, get away from God, turn from God, there's a collapse. The Roman Empire fought, fell oh, yeah. from it. Mm-hmm. Babylon fell from it. I mean, every empire that was, and Rome was, was much more powerful than the United States. Mm-hmm. You know, it collapsed because they separated from God, moral moral decay. Right. And that's what happens. Mm. It's, it's it's like gravity, just like I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. And I think and it has it, nothing you know, to do with the leader. Denial of it. It has nothing to do with the leader. Mm-hmm. The leader's yeah. just a figurehead anyway. Yeah, at that point, it has everything to do with reconnecting with what you have learned prior and staying with your education. Right. Whether it's whether it's in the scripture, whether it's in you know law, the laws of physics will apply no matter what it is. It gets it all gets back to what we've been going through tonight, which mm-hmm. is when we take things for granted, when we start to think that we can. Uh, you know, work things in another way when we can, when we think we can take an easy way or an easy fix right. to get the same results, it's mm. not going to happen. And it all kind of brings us right back to the theme and education. And what did, what did Nelson Mandela do? It ultimately the man, he accomplished reconnection. He, you know, reconnection as, you know, mm-hmm. using the analogy of the church, you know, connecting, mm-hmm. you know, reconnecting that we're all family, that right. we're all one in the mm-hmm. end, mm-hmm. that we're all made of the same. We all believe the same blood. Right? We all have flesh and bone and we all have the same desires deep down. And a truly educated person will see those things and will respect mm-hmm. those things in another, no matter where they're from. And no matter what they're doing, and will not divide mm-hmm. that against each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. not to say that everybody should stay married. You know, some people, so, there are some marriages that need a divorce. Right, abuse uh, or well, things like that, you know. That's true. And that goes against, it goes against my religious teaching of what I was, you know, taught to believe, so to speak. But from a practical standpoint, you know, if you're if you're with somebody who's severely abusive or severely yeah. neglectful and they refuse to participate in the marriage in a healthy way right then it sometimes it's better for the children that you do divide up absolutely children and that's, can have a better healthy relationship with each parent and that's where education comes in is you have to make an educated decision about mm-hmm. you know now you've tried everything you can right. and there's an unwilling participant to make things better mm-hmm. so right. now it's it's when you when you base your decisions in education, you're going to make the best choice yes. possible. Exactly. Right. 
I was going to say you can make an intelligent choice, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, the more educated you are. But, you know, Christ also said, you know, be wise as serpents but harmless as doves. And that wisdom should go in before the marriage occurs. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes people, for the wrong reason, will get married. You know, for, exactly. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know why sometimes people get married. Mm-hmm. But I don't think sometimes they weigh all of the you know, yeah. the things that that, that, are, that are happening around them sometimes, and they, they really examine like, is this person really the right person for me? You know, right. Uh, and, and making a wise decision, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I think that's what happens most of the time is that the wisdom does not go into prior to, exactly. you know, the, the marriage. And, and well, you know, and, and, and I have to say, I have to say that sometimes people do grow apart. Sometimes, uh, you know, it, it's very difficult for people but if they can learn if they can do the best that they can do even if they're not meant to be together in the end if they can do the best they can do to respect one another and if they have children respect the children well then you know sometimes people aren't meant to you know it would be beautiful if everyone was meant to be together for life but are you supposed to uh just sacrifice your life because you know, you maybe made a decision that was incorrect and you were in your 20s or, you know, whatever you were or your teens. Are you meant to pay for that for the rest of your life? Or are you? can you work through it with education, with the discernment, with um, caring, with friendship and, and move on? And respect. You know, you know, I tell my clients when mm-hmm, they come in, mm-hmm. they, oh, I'm worried about how my children are going to, you know, feel and mm-hmm. react and how they're going to turn out. Mm-hmm. And I tell couples because they, you know, there are many couples that come to me too, mm-hmm. um, not just one or the other. And I say how you two behave toward each other through mm-hmm. these, you know, next few years and through this transition and ongoing is going to dictate how your children react. Right. So are they going to be traumatized? That's up to you. It's about respect. It's about it's about it respect. And respect. It's about respect. And I think some people just, you know, their, their paths diverge and they don't come back together. And, you know, even if they want to, they don't. <laughs> well, and I, think, I think, I don't know if you say if they want to, because I think, I think that both parties have to want to. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you've got one that's constantly trying and the other's not, what does that say? Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So both parties have to be invested in making it work. And if both parties want it to work, then they can make it work. But but at the same point, they also have to be working on themselves. I mean, you know, you can want to be with someone all you want, but if they're not working working on themselves, you know... Oh, you're telling me. I was married to an alcoholic. <laughs> I was madly in love with him. You know, so, uh, uh, you know, we, we all deal with our issues. <laughs> you know, we all have our issues and we all, we all have our demons and our issues and we're all human. We're not mm-hmm. perfect. But, but if we can make ed- educated decisions, not bring hate into anything, um, right. bring, bring compassion, bring education, and, and, and always seek education and betterment for yourself because there's one thing that always sticks with me too. Mm-hmm. 
if you want to be better, surround yourself with better people. You know, I'm still best. I'm still my ex-husband's best friend, and we've been divorced for eight years. There you go. Mm-hmm. But 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 you really have to look at who you're surrounding yourself with, and the person if they are not growing with you, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make them drink it. And so you know, I know we've we've gone we're way off course, and we're getting into. We are. <laughs> That's another topic for another week. That is another topic for another week. But you know what I want to do because we have been going for about an hour and a half, and I want to cap off everyone's thoughts on tonight I'm going to cap off you know so if everyone wants to uh, chime in I'm going to go around and uh, tell us you know your final thoughts on education and on Mandela's legacy Um, so um, you know if I'm going to start with you Chris Uh, yeah well um, as far as I'm concerned education is the way to address uh, maybe some of the uh, problems that are in society um, I, I I think if a person is more educated, they have more they they create more opportunities for themselves, mm-hmm. and they can probably think their way through many many problems, you know, and find solutions. And that's that's what ultimately life is about: is solving problems, you know, finding solutions. And um, I, I believe the more education you have, the more options you'll be able to come up with. Exactly. And um, I think the big thing about Mandela. Is that um, I, I can't help uh, I can't forget the, you know, the guard that he had, you know, and when mm-hmm. he was in prison, and and he showed so much forgiveness mm-hmm. uh, when 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 he got out, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't hold grudges and he wasn't an angry man, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's a lesson for all of us. It is. You know? It is. It is a lesson for all of us. Let go of the anger. Let him. Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. Taylor? Yeah, um, I think I'd like to leave today with thinking um, positive thoughts about Mandela and his legacy. And like the example I gave before with, you know, President Obama going to shake the hand of President Castro, um, I think is, um, in addition to the education, is that positive peer pressure. Because, you know, Education does come in many forms, and it's not always scholarly. But I think, you know, you when you surround yourself or you have a lot of positive people surrounding someone that's not so positive, that it does tend to rub off because mm-hmm. there's people that will look at that situation and say, I wouldn't have did that. But then, you know, they're having a conversation with other people, and they're like, well, why wouldn't you? And then there begins intelligent conversation about True. why and then how – You know, I wouldn't have the respect for Mandela had he stayed on the path of violence. Mm -hmm. That wasn't, you know, part of my vocabulary. So I think he gained respect from the world, and that's why so many leaders around the world made sure that they were there because of that reason. All of the leaders that showed up, they don't all agree with each other, but they respected him, and I think Mm -hmm. the respect that he earned is what he deserved, and I think – we can carry that message forward. You know, do the mm-hmm. right thing, not don't do the popular thing. Mm-hmm. So that's the message that I'm taking away. Exactly. And what do you think, Angela? I think that um, everybody made some really good points today, and I, I love the quotes. I've been making some notes. 
Mm-hmm. But one of the quotes that I like from Nelson Mandela that hasn't been said is that a good leader can engage in a debate frankly and thoroughly, mm. knowing that at the end, he and the other side must be closer and thus emerge stronger. Wow. You don't have that idea when you are arrogant, superficial, and uninformed. Mm. I think that's, that's very thing. powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it's very powerful that you love it. You know, if you mm-hmm. go into a debate and have an open mind, mm-hmm. validate the other side's position, mm-hmm. and acknowledge that they have a point in their in their position, mm-hmm. I think you'll get a lot further and you'll gain a lot more respect, and then both parties can merge. Oh, I love resolution. that. I love that. I love that because it's, you know, I love I I love having conversation even disagreements with people who are intelligent. I can't stand having disagreements with people who are dumbasses. <laughs> you know? Yeah, minded, shall we? Say. Yeah, yeah, simple-minded. I can't because they don't reason. They don't have logic. And right. you know, it, I I'm very linear and logical in my thinking and you know, I like that linear process especially when within a disagreement you know so you know that's that that's really i love that angela so you know you got you we, we've got to make a little like a, a little little i'm putting picture. it in my quote book. <laughs> a little picture graham you know and <laughs> michelle what did you think i think i am incredibly grateful this evening Mm -hmm. i'm incredibly grateful for chris being with us tonight and for having the opportunity to discuss such important topics Mm -hmm. and uh with honor and respect to such an incredible man nelson mandela and that Mm -hmm. what he taught me and, and i think what he's taught many is that the most powerful way that education can come through is through loving kindness Mm-hmm. It, that when it's all said and done with everything you have learned with everything you've obtained with everything you have gained as knowledge and have integrated as wisdom in time mm-hmm. it will express itself always in a way that will try to see the best in others will try to connect with the best in others will always attempt to do that and even if it's not possible in the moment will keep waiting as he did Mm-hmm. in prison as he did and will emerge at some point in time being able to do so uh at another point in time and will connect people one way or the other that education brings about empowerment and when people are truly empowered they will empower others because they will be secure in themselves mm-hmm. they will respect themselves mm-hmm. therefore they will hold the same energy for others and um, I really appreciate, uh, Chrissy, bringing up this evening the the problem that's in our society right now with the sense of entitlement and the quick fix and things being handed to them because I absolutely agree that this has to stop and that we need to redirect our youth. We need to redirect people. Um, and with loving kindness and tell them that the quick fix is not the solution. It is not the way. It's not the path. It's hard work. It's working hard. And if we all do that, we'll all get to much better places together. Mm-hmm. So those I are like my that. thoughts for the evening. And, um, again, very grateful mm. opportunity. 
Wow, that was very eloquently said, <laughs> Michelle. I just have to say that. So mm-hmm. you know, my 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 thoughts are just that you know, education is the key to winning most struggles. You know, it's the it's the key to winning. You know, it, it really is. It, it it's the key to. It's the key to fight any struggle and it's the key to win. It's the key to overcome. Really, really, it is. I mean, I I have found education so empowering for myself. And, you know, I tell everyone every day. And, you know, I I, I try to keep on telling them. A lot of people don't listen, but I, I... try to tell people every day you know what education has done for me how it has empowered me and you know I just want to reiterate the two quotes a good head and a good heart are always a formidable combination Mm -hmm. and the one that really gets me education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world I mean man so uh, you know i think that uh, we've all basically had our say i want to say chris thank you so much for coming on this has been like such a blast i you know i i, I love you coming on you know you're such a it's been incredible yeah well, thank you for having me on I, I had a good time yeah it's it's just been great and i want to thank the girls we had taylor and charise leave so now there are just the uh, four of us there's myself michelle angela and chris and i want to say thank you to everyone for listening in and you know supporting the diva docs we're only a month in and this thing is growing i mean you know we're about empowerment we're about educating and empowering people bringing up relevant topics and also mixing it with people who are movers who are shakers who make things happen and that's the way to do it so what i'm going to do to see out the night is i'm going to play two of chris's tracks i'm going to play uh let me just bring it up (laughs) i just put them in i'm gonna play caravan of love because i had to chris because it's so you know it it sort of fits in the scheme of things i really you know the 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 mood and you you probably all have heard caravan of love it was such a huge hit um and then i'm gonna play chris's track about education called keep believing because uh, you know this is about you know i thought it was very relevant so i think that those are two great tracks to see out the show what do you think chris i think i think you're right yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely relevant yeah so caravan of love by isla jasper isley and then keep believing by chris jasper that's a solo track from his latest album and i just want to say as i said thank you all for listening in thank you daryl williams wdkk radio i thank everyone uh chris we love you we love you as a diva devo doc with us diva docs (laughs) and 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 you know i i appreciate you coming on and you know i want to get you on one of my panels on the melba delphia show soon too because you know you want you want you're one of my resources now (laughs) 
<laughs> Chris, you should be on one of the panels at IES next year. Yes. Wouldn't he be great? Oh, my God. Chris, we will tell you about it, but IES is about the Independent Entertainment Summit. Oh, my God, you would love it. That, that's how I met Ange. I've been... Co- connected with so many people who are movers and you know it it is just amazing you will love it Uh, you got to come next year are you going to come all right just let me know (laughs) we're going to have a huge time next year so in any case i am going to play these two tracks anyone everyone have you got anything more to say before we sign off uh, I just wanted to thank Chris for coming on. I, and I just made a little comment on your Facebook, Chris. Um, I just think you're a, you're a phenomenal guest, and we really thank you for being on here. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. And I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna to suggest Dave. you. I'm gonna suggest you all as friends too. I'm gonna suggest all the diva docs to Chris's friends. So, you know, we're already friends. Oh, you're already friends. <laughs> I think I'm the last. Of, I think I'm the last one. But so you better So, so in any case. Everyone, we're going to say au revoir. We'll see you same time, same place next week, Tuesday Tuesday night, 9 o'clock. We love you all. We love Chris Jasper. You go out and listen and enjoy these two tracks, as I said, Caravan of Love by Isley Jasper Isley, which was written by Chris Jasper, and then Keep Believing, also written by Chris Jasper. So enjoy, and we will see you soon. Woohoo! Good night, everyone.
down those guns and pick up those books and listen to what I'm getting ready to put down. Yeah. 
Rock